0: The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Transformation for Success with Dr. Barbara Young. If you're looking for something more, something different, something better, this is your opportunity. Over the next hour, we'll talk about inspiration for personal and professional success. Now, here is your host, Dr. Barbara Young.
1: Hello there. This is Fantastic Tuesday, and I hope... You're having a great day, and welcome to the Transformation for a Success show. You know, Transformation for a Success show airs each Tuesday at 12 noon Pacific Standard Time on the Empowerment Channel and on the Women's Channel on Fridays at 12 noon. Well, you know, you've turned into the right show today to help you discover a future for change because this is the show for change. You know, however, I like to change that word, the G in change, to C which makes the word chance. So do you want to take a chance with developing a new vision and new creative su- solutions to impact a more fulfilling and successful life for you? Well, I am very excited as we have a very dynamic and inspiring speaker today, Ms. Joe Hausman, who's noted author, coach, speaker, and consultant, and entrepreneur. You know the question we ask is how do you weather the challenges of owning your own business while navigating personal tragedy and raising a child? Today, I'm inviting you to step into the pages of the story of my guest, Ms. Joe Hausman, and her perseverance. We're going to talk about her book that she's written on perseverance. You're going to hear about her struggle from the beginning on how grief, loss, laughter, and joy open the doors to discover her strengths, talents, and the fulfillment her Her struggles and her triumphs may lead you to find the materials to create your own path to becoming a successful entrepreneur. You know, you always hear about people who've had lots of dreams and lots of success because they live the dream. They do the dream. But what do they have to do to get there to enjoy all the benefits? Carl Jung said, your vision will become clear only when you look into your heart. And so often people are looking out there for all the answers and they give the, if only, if only I could take a class, if only I was as knowledgeable and smart as she is, if only I could get him to give me some advice, if only I could leave this job, if only I could leave this husband, if only, if only, and if only holds us back and it's completely unnecessary. You know, the reality of this is if you had the courage to look within your heart you would find all the answers because you have everything you need right inside of you. So I want you today to take some time to listen to the show, look inside yourself, quiet your mind, and open your heart and give it a chance to speak. Because oftentimes we hear, but we don't hear. And we see, and we don't see. But today, I think you're going to enjoy what you're going to hear today. Because you know, a lot of times it's not what you are that holds you back. It's what you think you are not. But once you recognize and connect with the pure potential that God has placed within you, there's no stopping that power in you that's yearning to be free. So you're going to hear today from my guest, Joe Hausman, who is a highly energetic, passionate, and spiritual leader who's driven to help people succeed. Her first book, Go For It, which is A Woman's Guide to Perseverance, obtained international best-seller status after three weeks of being on Amazon. Joe owned and operated her own virtual assistant business for 10 years. Through both her coaching and work experiences, she has coached and trained others to start their businesses, increase their income, and work smarter and not harder. This way, her clients she says, can enjoy life to the fullest. Now, she wants to help you today become the business owner that you always aspired and you want to be. She travels extensively to speak to various organizations and media to talk about persevering through the tough times. And believe me, I know about that, having to persevere my own self through tough times. She gives hope, encouragement, love, and support. She here inspires her audiences to go for it, as she's going to tell you today, go for it, because nothing is too big or too small, as long as you have a plan, she says. So welcome, Joe, to the Transformation for Success show. I'm so happy to have you on the show today. Thank you,
2: Dr. Young. That was very kind. Thank you, thank you. I'm really looking forward to it.
1: Well, you know, I want to tell my listeners that they can download this show at www.transformationforsuccess.com. Again, that's www.transformationforsuccess.com. You can also contact me on Twitter. I'm on Facebook and Instagram. I look forward to hearing from you. And listen, out there, this show is going to be so dynamic today. If you have any questions, I want you to just send them in, and I promise that I will answer them on the next show so don't forget www.transformationforsuccess.com and jo, again I want to thank you for taking time from your busy schedule to snare with the listeners today and uh listeners I want you to relax get your pad and pens ready for your in for a treat and that is if you're not driving <laughs> so <laughs> so anyway. yeah we don't want him driving and uh, riding and, <laughs> and driving <laughs> no pads, no pens. Anyway, well, Joe, uh, tell us. You know, you have such an interesting background. You know, your your transformational success has occurred over several instances in your life, and tell us how you got started on this journey. Because I know the most prominent one was when you lost your husband in July 2010, and I can certainly relate to that. Just losing my husband six months ago. Right.
2: And, 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 I, and I'm sorry to hear that as well. Um, really, and I wrote about it in my book, too, but when I was 11, mm-hmm. um, I lost my dad. And so oh, wow. that's kind of where it all started, was back in there. And then as I grew up, and my mom never remarried, she actually did a fantastic job of raising me and my brothers. So she really showed me what strength and determination was. We never had to move. We never had to leave the comforts of where we were growing up. And for that, I give her much credit. So that actually transformed into when I became an adult. Okay. Um, I was um, married young and had my son. And then, so I was a single mom and then we got divorced and I was a single mom for 10 years. And then when I married my husband, Mm -hmm. um, wonderful, wonderful man, but anyway, he had had an illness. Which came <laughs> back out of remission in 2007. So he battled that for two and a half years. Oh
3: wow! And in, two,
2: in 2005 is like what you said. Is I started my vir- at home virtual assistant business, and at that <laughs> time. Although financially, we were like, oh, my gosh, what are we doing starting an at-home business? But it really was a lifesaver because I was able to take off time and be with him um, when his Mm -hmm. illness came into play. And then my son Mm -hmm. was in high school at the time. So I was able to take care of my son at the same time and then dealing with my husband's illness. So it really was a godsend. And then when I lost my husband in 2010, that whole summer was just kind of a whirlwind. I only have one child. I bet. That, um, oh wow! Yeah, it was it was crazy. My son graduated in May, and then he had to have a major surgery in June.
3: Wow! All Joe. the while,
2: yeah, <laughs> all the while, my husband was battling his illness, and mm-hmm. um, he ended up having to go to um, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, for because they, they, he needed a liver transplant. He wasn't a <laughs> drinker, but he needed a liver transplant, so. They sent him off to Pittsburgh all the while I'm staying home and caring for my son, who had just had this major surgery, and then um, I went off to Pittsburgh to be with him while I had people back here taking care of my son, and then in um, July, unfortunately, I lost my husband, and then in August, my son went off to college.
1: Boy, losing your husband and then your son going off to college was a double whammy. Tell me, Joe, did he go far, your son, did he go far away, and how did you handle that?
2: Yeah, he went almost four hours away.
0: Oh, wow. And so
2: and I was working at home, and I was like, oh, my gosh, now what am I going to do? I really, and when I drove home after dropping him off, the tears didn't start falling until I was just about to the town where I live. And as I turned down my street, I didn't really allow myself to cry too much because after my husband died, then I had to get him ready for college and,
1: mm-hmm. and you know,
2: get rid of uh, get, um, Take care of those things. But when I turned down my street and opened up my garage door, I just cried and I cried and I cried. I, I didn't oh, wow. think I was going to ever stop crying. And that's when I finally felt like, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. what am I going to do now? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and so over the weeks and months that passed, I just decided that, you know, I got to quit feeling sorry for myself. Um, this happens. My friends and family were absolutely wonderful to me, but nobody else can grieve for you,
1: you have to do your own grieving. How well do I know that? Yeah, (laughs) And you know, it comes and goes. It comes and goes. You know, one day you're fine or a week you're fine, and then something triggers and all of a sudden it comes back again. So I know that.
2: Yeah, and you can be in a grocery store and see his favorite food.
1: Yep. (laughs) And then it comes all back.
2: Or smell his cologne or whatever, you know.
1: Right. The wonderful
2: thing about my son is I always knew he was coming home. Mm -hmm. Um, and what I would do on a Saturday, I'd be like, I'm coming up to see (laughs) you. I don't care if I'm staying an hour or two hours, but I'm coming up, and I would drive up on a Saturday morning, have lunch with them, and sometimes just turn around and come home. But I just needed that to to maybe interfere or kind of give me something to look forward to.
1: Well, boy, it looks like you really got yourself together because not only did you pick yourself up, but did you did you read books or what, would, what happened when you just picked yourself up and you pulled yourself together and you decided, I'm taking charge of my life, and you went back to school, my lady? I know I did. <laughs> <laughs> um, a, a
2: master's degree is what I always wanted to get, um, pursue, and so mm-hmm. I thought, you know what? This is as good a time as any. So my husband passed in July. In January, I started back on my, um, master's degree. But unfortunately, not, I didn't have enough credits or enough classes mm-hmm. to, to fully start. So in January, I had to take some undergraduate classes. And mm-hmm. little do they know, but those young people and those undergraduate classes helped me so much. They were so energetic and so full of life. That it really picked up my spirits. Of course, I was the old lady in the group, but oh, I don't I really think
1: so. did, it really <laughs> did
2: pick up my spirits to be with those young, energetic uh-huh. people. And just hearing their insights and hearing their, their life and how energetic they were about it, that's actually what really got me going again. That's and right. they'll never know how, what they did for me.
1: Well, um, then some of them, if they're listening now, they'll know how that's much they right. contributed. <laughs> that's right. Exactly. But you also ran for city council. How in the world? I mean, here you are, you know, you lose your husband, your son goes off to college Once he comes home, you know, every now and then, mm-hmm. and you decide to take charge your life, earn your MBA. How long did it take you to earn your MBA? It took me three, uh, three years and two months. Three years and two. Girl, you are,
2: mm-hmm.
4: you, were on, you were in a
2: hurry. I was, I was, I just, I wanted to get it done, I wanted to um, make it happen, and it was, it was a goal I had set from when I was 21 years old, that someday I'm going to get my um, master's degree, and I went back when I was, how old was I, 43, and I graduated when I was 47.
3: (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm.
1: I was a little bit older <laughs> when I got that's it. That's young. That is, that, I mean, I'm, I'm, on my side, I'm looking at, that's really young. But how laudable for you and for listeners out there, you know, to know that it's never too late. It is never too late to go back and get your education. So that's great. And then to have all these energetic young people in the class, it spurred you on. But what, what uh, happened that uh, sparked that interest to run for city council? Well, I was, um,
2: I was approached by somebody in the community that said, you know, we really think you'd be good on the city council. And I'm, I'm like, I'd never thought of city council. I'd never thought of politics. But mm-hmm. looking back, um, my father, he really was involved in some politics in a very, um, he never ran for council or anything, but he, you know, he always liked politics. And so I, I, when I look back, I'm like, yeah. You know, I just have never taken that step to do it. So mm-hmm. I went to a couple of meetings, and I, I knew quite a bit of stuff that was going on in the community. And I thought, I, this is something I would really be interested in. Wow. So the more I went to the meetings, the more it just takes that one person sometimes to spark mm-hmm. an interest mm-hmm. in you. Wow. And for sometimes it just takes somebody out of the ordinary just to mm-hmm. put an idea in your head that you
1: never thought possible. That is so true. And so now, did you have a great team? I mean, of course you had that. But how did you, how did you, uh, you know, uh, gather a team of people to help you?
2: Well, that was interesting. Um, <laughs> so I said to this gentleman, I said, look, if I'm going to run for city council, you're going to help me. Because this is going to be a team effort because I don't know... Half the people you know, and you've been on city council before, so it really was a team effort. And then he gathered other people, I gathered other people. We, put, uh, we had to go out and get petitions signed, and then the signs in the yard and everything. Mm-hmm. And it really was a team effort because I, I probably could have done it by myself, but I didn't want to. I wanted people there to help me, to guide me along, because I had never done it before. Right, and so right. I just said, you want me on the council, you're going to help me. And that's exactly what we did. And he, he was a great help, and the team that we put together was a great help. He um, outsourced some people that he knew. I outsourced some people I knew, and we got mm-hmm. it done.
1: Well, you and know, I think City one. Of, the day. You know, Joe, uh, that's laudable because one of the things that you know, I just met with a group of women uh, this pat this weekend, and we talked about how one of the things that a lot of us women don't do, and that's ask for help. So you simply ask for help, and you got it. And, you know, mm-hmm. that's laudable, because a lot of people won't reach out or ask for help. So, great. Now, when, when you ran for city council, how long were you in office as city council? Because you, you opened up two other businesses while you were doing this? I'm, st- I'm still on city council. I won re-election
2: okay. a year ago. Oh.
1: Okay, so, fantastic. Yeah so,
2: yeah, so I'm still sit on my city council. This term will go another three years. Okay. And so, um, yeah, and then after I got my master's degree, I, was, I had been doing my virtual assistant business, and I thought, I just, I got to do something. I got to get out of the house. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to do something different. And so I had heard that the U-Haul business, um, there was somebody wanting to get rid of the U-Haul business. I thought, well, how hard can that be? I can run a U-Haul. And so <laughs> I actually <laughs> opened up a U-Haul business, and in the same location, I have um, what's called a vendor booth rental store. So vendors come in and they, they display their goods in there, and then I sell it for them. So oh. I have, a, in the same location, I have a U-Haul and a vendor booth rental store. So it really, it really makes for, people come in and they kind of look around at first, but now I've been doing it for two years now, so people kind of know what it is. But it, it was a unique concept. I really had to go out and network myself and market myself, letting people know um, what I was doing. They all kind of look at me like you're crazy, but I don't care. That's what I like. That's how I roll. And um, it really is fun. I love to network other people. I love to help people get their business name out there. I love to help them um, network
1: what they're selling. Oh, that's great, so, Joe. I'm going to stop you Well. Right there, because we're going to take a quick commercial break, and we're going to come back and talk about how you love to network others and what are some of the secrets of helping others to learn that tool as well. So we'll Sounds be right good. back. So listeners, stay tuned.
4: Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's
3: empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. When you see someone, are you seeing the person or the perception? We see labels such as fat, thin, black, white, rich, poor, but we don't always see the true identity. Listen for New Dimensions with Reverend Nicholas Barrett. On this program, we'll embrace the breaking down of societal paradigms, our norms, and acceptance of our false selves. You can find your identity the way that God intended. Forget all the labels that you think you see. Tune in every Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Empowerment.
0: It's time to do all of those things that you always said you'd do in your life. What's stopping you? Is it other people, your environment, fear? What could give you a push? Tune in to Raising the Bar with Amy Bredo. Our show is all about taking risks and turning them into positives and personal gain. We'll help your inner voice speak up and get you out of that comfort zone. Raising the Bar can be heard live every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel.
4: Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com
0: This is Transformation for Success. To reach Dr. Barbara Young or today's guest, please call into the program at 1-888-346-9141 That's 1-888-346-9141 you may also send an email to info at transformationforsuccess.com. Now, back to this week's program.
1: And welcome back to the Transformation for Success show. And today, my guest is Ms. Joe Hausman, coach, author, speaker, and member of the City Council, and has been reelected for another three-year term. So we're talking about, as we went on break, her love of others and how she loves to network others and to help people reach their full potential. So, Joe, tell us what you found in terms of networking. What are some of your secrets uh, of how to network effectively? Because, obviously, you are one of those.
2: I just love to help other people. And so I know, and not that I do it intentionally, but I know if I help others, others are going to help me because it's come back to fruition. But my main Mm -hmm. goal is, Then there's Like in my virtual assistant business, I didn't, and I am the first one to tell you, I don't do graphic design. I didn't know nothing about it. And so (laughs) I would gather a team of different graphic designers, and I would refer my Uh clients out to those different graphic designers because I knew which ones did great work, what I would approve of. But I don't like to just single one person out. I like to give other people chances as well. So just doing that or writing or anything like that, I like to... um, Network people as much as I can. And if I can give a good referral to somebody, that makes it all worthwhile because I know how I feel when I get a good referral. So with my vendors in my store, Mm -hmm. I actually went out searching for some that I knew had good products to sell or good. uh, I have clothing in there. I have knickknacks. I have crafty things, those type of things. Uh And so I went out looking for them. Yeah, and then by December of last year, I actually had to turn people away because I had so many vendors that I couldn't even keep, them in the, keep everything in the store. So
1: how lo- how that's just what networking
2: stage? is all about. It's just about getting out there yeah. and um, helping, helping your fellow person, helping your neighbor, helping fellow businesses. If I have a good experience at some place, I'll go on Facebook, I'll tweet it, or twi- put it on Twitter, tweet about it. I will just tell everybody. If I have a bad experience... I'm not going to, I probably just won't say anything. Um, But I really do like the network. Have you had a bad
1: bad experience? Have you had a bad experience and how did you handle it?
2: Um, I did have a bad experience. Um, Locally, we had a bad experience at um, a place that we ate at. And Mm -hmm. thankfully, I knew the owner. So what I could do is, you know, instead of blasting it all over Facebook or how some people handle things, you know, I just, I called them up and I just said, you know, I just want to know, I just want you to know if this was my business, this is, I would want to know. So as a fellow business person, I, you know, I'm calling you to tell you now, if I didn't know them as an owner, I would probably email them and just, Mm -hmm. I just politely say it. I don't go blast it out on social media. I don't think that's right. I don't think that's legitimate. Um, Mm-hmm. everything, sometimes on social media, things aren't as good as what they seem. So no, I just no. think we have to handle it personally and take care of it. And then once it's done, move on to the next. So
1: That's great for you. But it sounds like, too, when, when you talk about networking others and loving to network, like you're also, you were empowering other people. It was just not about all about you, all about me, 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 but about really going out and actually finding people and helping them. By setting up those vendor booths, you're helping people to, to uh, you know, sell their wares and goods and services. So that's great. Oh, yes. Now, mm-hmm. <clears throat> one of the things I, I was curious about, because I know in looking over your background, you wrote this wonderful book. And I want to really talk about that book, Go For It, uh, and A Woman's Guide to Perseverance. And how do you define perseverance?
2: Perseverance is... Um Going against the grain that um, people think you're going to break, but you're not. I just Mm -hmm. feel like you just have to keep going through the bad times to get to the good times. And we just have to keep moving. And every day, I learned this from my husband. He would get up every day and say, today is going to be a positive day. Uh-huh. Today's going to be a positive, good day, and so I learned that from him early on. And I just kind of kept up with that model after he passed, and after my son went off to college. I'd wake up and say, "Okay, today's." Some days it took every ounce of energy I had to say that, and uh-huh. Uh-huh. and I also tell people take one day at a time. If that's too much, you take an hour at a time. If that's too much, you take a minute at a time. But you take whatever you can, and when you've passed that. Um, Celebrate the small things that you've have, um, overcome. Celebrate those small challenges that you've overcome. And once you do that, those will all become smaller, and then the other things will get bigger, and it will get better. And so in life, we just have to um, be thankful for what we have, um, feel blessed every day, no matter what's happening, um, always feel blessed, and give out blessing to others. And that's how I persevered through life. And I decided that I was going to keep a positive outlook and I was going to keep a smile on my face no matter what. And that's exactly what I did. did, did you, and
1: still that do. is wonderful, Joe. I mean, for you to actually, so what you really did is you sat down and, write, and wrote out the steps of your life and mm-hmm. uh, of how you, you got through uh, and which was, which I kind of took down. A note it was like living one day at a time. Now, when you talk about this book, and it's an international bestseller, have you had people come to you, maybe in your own neighborhood, and say, "Well, you know, I just find it hard to just stick to something because perseverance. Why do some people just they give up? You know, it's hard. I just can't do it anymore. Uh, you know, Joe, I, I I just can't be like you. And you know." I don't Mm -hmm. have what you have. What is it you have? You know, do you get that? (laughs) Yeah.
2: Yeah, actually, I get that quite a bit. And and I say to them, I say, did you wake up today? And they go, yep. I said, they're right Mm -hmm. there. You should be smiling. You know, um, do you have a job to go to? Do you have, um, you know, this, that, or the other? And so I try to break it down to little things. That they should be mm-hmm. thankful for, and then we try to build up from there. Um, and I will tell you, I actually have friends who have lost their only child like three and a half years ago, and no matter what, mm-hmm. they get up every day, and as hard as that day is, they get up every day, and they keep going. And for mm-hmm. them, and for that, I give them much credit. And we, I you know, you. we we talk a lot, but it really is just getting up every day and making the best of each day, and that's what we have to do.
1: Well, you know, I don't know if you know this, but it's, it's with this perseverance and people going through, and when you mentioned, uh, I think the loss of a child is probably one of the greatest, oh, wow, it's, it's really a heavy-duty uh, whammy. I lost a child, uh, my youngest oh, wow. child, at age 30. And what I'm saying, too, is that I know um, some friends, other mothers who lost their children. And when you talked about a per- the, some of your friends who lost a child or lost someone, but they got up every day and they made a point of getting up every day and living each day. But I had some uh, some acquaintances that I knew that had lost children and they got divorces, they spent all of their time at the cemetery, I am not kidding, and just mm-hmm. stopped living. Mm-hmm. Literally stopped living and they ended up with serious illnesses uh, that actually took, A couple of the ladies took their lives. So what your book really has helped, and I'm sure helping so many people, is that you can go for it no matter what. So I'm saying out there to the listening audience, no matter what you may be going through, you can go through it. And I like that book, that that saying, go for it, Mm -hmm. because you can go for it. So I am happy you wrote that book. Is there anything else you want to say about the book? Because you know it isn't easy to write a book.
2: <laughs> how long? No, you and you? it wasn't. It's not easy to write about your life history. And at the very first chapter, no. I talk about how communication is hard for me, and um, mm-hmm. that the night that my dad passed. And so, writing this book made communication a lot easier for me. So, all these years later, right just journaling is how I started mm-hmm. out was I started journaling. I started journaling a lot of feelings, okay. a lot of things that have happened, and just got and just given it all over to god um i, I you know a lot a lot mm-hmm. of my book has Bible verses in it that I leaned on through my hardest times, and it just right.
1: Right.
2: I just journaled, gave it over to God, and said, "Okay, God, what do I do with this what do i mm-hmm. what should I do with this?" How can I help others through my writing? And so it all just kind of came to fruition. And to have an international bestseller, I am just like, I just can't, I still can't believe it. I still can't, I can't believe anybody (laughs) would love to read my book, but they do. And I, my, my goal was when I wrote the book, if I could help at least one person get through some hard times in their life, I've done my job. And so far I've, you know, I've heard from quite a few people who have read it and, I am beyond blessed, really beyond blessed, because I like to know their story and how it helped them and how now they're going to go and return and help somebody else with it. So as long as we can keep moving it forward and paying it forward, that's my biggest goal and my biggest um, reward is if people can do that.
1: That's great. Now, Jill, tell me, are you doing uh, workshops for women uh, using this book, this guide? I am. I am, yep. I'm doing, I've been asked
2: quite a bit now to... Um, come out and speak for the book. Mm-hmm. So it's it's available on Amazon and also my website. And then locally, it's in a couple of stores locally, but I'm also going out and speaking. Jeez, um, um, I've got quite a few speaking engagements lined up for it already. Great. Yeah. Great. I'm now, really excited. I'm really tell excited. Tell me where you're from
1: because I, I want to let people know that you're in South Dakota. <laughs> I'm in South Dakota. That's right. It's,
2: <laughs> it's hard to believe, I know, but yes.
1: I mean, you know, <laughs> I, I had to laugh because you know when we first met and I talked and I said South Dakota. I don't think I know anybody from South
3: Dakota. <laughs> and now
2: you
1: do. <laughs> and now I do. And you don't uh-huh. hear much about South Dakota. So let's have a shout out for South Dakota and it- all of you who are listening out there to Miss Joe Hausman. And what's the town in South Dakota, Joe? I wanna um, give a I shout out Brandon Brandon, <laughs> Brand South Dakota. And actually South
2: Dakota in the Sioux Falls area, which is our biggest city, is um, one of the top places for entrepreneurs to start their businesses because we have low tax rates here. So yeah, we actually get um That's, national. Right. We national talked about public. that. <laughs> I know. It's
1: it's wonderful. It's a great I state. Uh, well we don't we, we don't, don't want to have everybody moving to is it Brandon, South uh, South Dakota? Right. Yep. Mm hmm. Yep, Brandon, South Dakota. Okay, uh, for all of you Californians who may be listening, don't all do an influx (laughs) into Brandon, South Dakota. They have low taxes.
0: (laughs) Well, we would welcome you because, you know,
2: sitting on the city council, the more that come in, the better. So, Mm -hmm. mm-hmm. We always welcome newcomers to Brandon.
1: I may have to make a trip to Brandon. What's the population of Brandon?
2: Uh, We are right at about 10,000. Okay, that's a nice little community. It is It's a very we're um, like the number one community in the state for safest safest cities in the state.
1: Yep, wow, that's great. We're a
2: bedroom community of Sioux Falls, South Dakota.
1: Okay, all right. So you would fly into Sioux Falls, I guess. Right. Yeah.
2: Right. You would. Yep. Yeah. Fly into Sioux Falls. Yep. Uh,
1: Okay. Now, one of the things that uh, you you have this this women's guide to perseverance and you're doing all these workshops, and you're doing, <coughs> excuse me, you're doing um, sessions with them. What has been the feedback uh, from some of the women that you've talked to? Now, are men invited too? Because you know, I always have to, I, I like to include the men too, because we got some oh, men who need most to persevere. Yes. No, I love it when the men come because
2: a lot of men have read the book and have really um, gotten inspiration as well from the book because there are so many single dads out there or just men going through hard times as well. Men are very good about getting to the problem, getting to the solution, moving on, whereas women, we're kind of like trees. You know, as we grow, there's branches that branch all over the place. And I actually learn a lot from men, so I love it when they come. And they gave their perspective on the book because it's so concrete that it's sometimes the stuff I don't even look at. And it's like, oh my gosh, that's just easy. (laughs) Whereas sometimes as women, or me at least, I like to branch off to all these different avenues and then finally get to the answer. So men are very, and I love it when they come. And the women who have come, they're very inspired by the book. They um, Like my one gal she read it, and she came up and talked to me afterwards. She goes, that's it. She goes, I'm putting on a new hat on Monday morning when I go to work, and I'm going to make a change. And so she emailed me actually just a week or so ago and said mm-hmm. every day now she wakes up, and she says what a positive day it's going to be for her. And so she started that about three weeks ago, and she's, she said her whole life, life
1: has changed because of it. That's and now that's great. And how does that make you feel? I know that is all worth it, right?
2: <laughs> it is. It's all worth it, and it's a great compliment as well to my late husband because he's the one that oh, started me on that goodness, path. Oh my goodness!
1: Yes. Oh, yeah. uh, that is wonderful. You know, one of the things that uh, Joe, which is laudable about your story, is that you decided, and, and I I really like that choice of word you decided because we have choice choices, and mm-hmm. you decided. Two, take back charge of your life, and I think that's so important because sometimes when things happen to us and things spin out of control, because we don't have control over who lives or dies and things that happen to us, you know, because tragedy happens to all of us just as the sun shines on everybody and the rain rains on everybody, but the thing is, what do you think makes the difference between those, or what could you say that Those who say, I'm going to take charge of my life, and those who say, I can't do it, and just give up. What I think would you say to them? I think people have to
2: have it in their mindset, and I think sometimes mm-hmm. we have to get down to our mm-hmm. lowest low before we decide to make the change. Mm-hmm. Um, I know for myself, that's happened to me, mm-hmm. and that happened to me, you know, that I got to my mm-hmm. lowest mm-hmm. low before I decided I, I got to make a change. I can't keep living like this. And I've known lots and lots of people who either they, they decide to make a change no matter what was going on in their life. And then, I've, yeah, I've had people go, I, just, I can't do it. And I said, well, mm-hmm. that's your choice. We all have mm-hmm. choices in our life. Sure. We all have choices that that's you right. can keep, be, stay, stay stuck where you're at and complain about the rest of your life, but don't expect to have a lot of friends. Don't expect to have a lot of good things come your way. Because when we think good and do good for others, good comes back to us. That so when so we true. think bad and be bad, and, you know, then that's unfortunately what you manifest. And so when we think good, do good, and be good, that's what we manifest back to ourselves. And that's just what I tell people. I say It's about as simple as that.
1: And, and, of course, some of them take your advice and some of them I don't because exactly. I, I still, right. you know, am, am looking at, and I'll share with that, share that with you, and we'll talk a little bit about that when we come back from break, but it, it's, it's just amazing to me how so many, so few people I should say it this way, I don't want to sound negative, that really grasp the concept that really, every the ball is always in your court. It is your choice. And that mm-hmm. things happen to everybody. And I'm telling you, you said something, you know, that just struck a chord at the lowest low. And it's like things aren't designed to take you out. The things that happen to us in life that God allows, or not to take us out, to yeah. help us to get up and get mm-hmm. out. <laughs> exactly, exactly, to make <laughs> get us stronger. Up and mm-hmm. get out, get moving. Uh, yep. And so you've taken your, what I admire about you, Joe, is that you've taken the things that have happened in your life And you said, I'm going to do something about it. And more importantly, you know, finding yourself in all of that, going back to school. Three years. I mean, it's 43. And there, you know, you didn't give up. And I just want to say thank you. Thank you so much for being that beacon of light to so many women. So, listeners, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to be right back. And we're going to talk about what's next for Joe Hausman. Thank you for listening.
4: Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering
3: the world. Voice America Empowerment. When you see someone, are you seeing the person or the perception?
0: It's time to do all of those things that you always said you'd do in your life. What's stopping you? Is it other people? Your environment? Fear? What could give you a push? Tune in to Raising the Bar with Amy Bredo. Our show is all about taking risks and turning them into positives and personal gain. We'll help your inner voice speak up and get you out of that comfort zone. Raising the Bar can be heard live every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel.
4: Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com.
0: is transformation for success to reach dr barbara young or today's guest please call into the program at 1-888-346-9141 that's one 346 9141 you may also send an email to info at transformation success.com now back to this week's program
1: Welcome back to Transformation for Success, and today I have my guest, Ms. Joe Hausman, and I am so delighted to have her. She's a noted author, coach, motivational speaker, entrepreneur, and also a member of the City Council of Brandon, South Dakota. So welcome back, Joe. Glad to have Thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you. And when we were on break, we were talking a little bit about uh, perseverance in your book, And sometimes, and actually, I was talking about the lowest low. Sometimes that people uh, are driven to make some changes when they're at their lowest low. But let's talk about your highest high and how, when you were writing your book, you had some help from a family member. I understand. So tell us about that family member.
2: I did. It was my son Cody. And uh when I first approached him, telling him I want to write this book, he wanted. He was. Um, he wanted to be part of it, and I said most definitely. Because he was eight when I met my husband, and mm-hmm. um, my husband was instrumental in his life, and so he really wanted to be—he really wanted to be part of it. And at the time, he was living in Colorado, and I was here. So, what happened is—and the life took, or the book took on a, diff, a lot of different life forms until it finally came to fruition. Mm-hmm. But he wrote the foreword to the book, and kind of mm-hmm. a little bit. And he was so young when I met my husband that part of the book talks about when I first meet him that. Cody doesn't really remember some of that, so mm-hmm. um, the forward is just perfect. It, he just kind of sums everything up, um, how we kind of all go through changes and how the book has helped, all, you know, helped him and mm-hmm. everything. So it really is, it was, and it was very, um, very meaningful that to have him be great. part of that with me.
1: How did you feel having your, your son do that for you? it was wonderful. It
2: was and to get his words on it and get his perception was really instrumental because when he was in high school, the one thing I always wanted for him to have a quote unquote normal high school days, normal mm-hmm. childhood, whereas in reality nothing was normal because my husband was in and out of the hospital. So, we had to create our new, our own normal. We had to create a new normal. And so what I always really try to instill in him, and he even talks about that a little bit in the foreword, and so what a normal childhood. And so, um, like I said, we have to instill and and ingrain in ourselves that every day is going to be a new normal for us. And so that's what we did. And we took what we got, took what God gave us, and made it our new normal.
1: Isn't that wonderful? Mm -hmm. Wow, you you did a great job. You and Your husband did a great job with your son, Cody. What is Cody doing now?
2: He is a marketing specialist at a company in Sioux Falls, and really oh, enjoys it. Yeah, yeah, and is really—he's um, 24 now and doing great.
1: Oh wow, you've you've done a great job, Joe, and I know you must be proud of him and what he's doing. Mm-hmm. And wow, it's wonderful to have family and that love of his mom and then stepdad. Wow, but more like his dad. You're right, <laughs> right, I, exactly. From what I'm yeah, getting, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so. What's next for you, my dear? You want your goal. I know you're a motivational speaker. What? Well, actually, what drove you into motivational speaking was it the book? That the book. Sort of, uh, yep. Mm-hmm.
2: And I had done some speaking before in the past on political things um, throughout our city and our county, and uh-huh. so it doesn't bother me one bit to get in front of people to talk. I actually, I love it. Um, as As when I went to school with those young people, I thrived off of their energy. Mm -hmm. And so the same thing happens when I'm in front of an audience. I thrive off their energy. And so I love to be able to give back what has been given Mm -hmm. to me. And Mm -hmm. so I really want to go out there and help and inspire other groups and other people to become the best that they can be. Because in reality, we've already survived our worst days. That's true. We we never know what tomorrow is going to bring. So we've already survived our worst days. So... To me, only bigger and brighter days are ahead of us because each day we learn to live, and we learn to live um, how God has intended us to do it. And so I think every day is going to be a great day.
1: That's great. Now, what, what, do, you, what do you portend for you in the future um, that you're going to be doing? It's, What's next? International motivational speaker. Hmm?
2: So, okay. international motivational speaker. That's that is my goal, and that's one thing I really want to do is become an international. Now that I'm an international bestseller, my mm-hmm. next goal is to become an international
1: motivational speaker. All right. Well, that's an noble mm-hmm. goal, and I'm sure you're going to make it because look <laughs> at what you've <laughs> look at what you've done already. And then <laughs> I I just want to thank you for all that you're doing, really, because it's living your life and helping others. And you know, Jill, one of the things uh, we had talked. Uh, I guess a few weeks ago when I was talking about you coming on the show Mm -hmm. and I was so inspired by just your enthusiasm and energy uh, about what you want to do with your life, which makes me, you know, inspired as well that people, you know, women in particular and men, it's never too late to start doing something and stepping into your purpose. Now, because I believe you have really stepped into your purpose. And did it take you a while to sort of find that, <laughs>
2: you know? It did. It took Jill. me a while to find it. When I first started my virtual system business, um, mm. I just knew. I, I just knew deep down in my, my gut that that was what I was supposed to do. And that's the same thing I feel mm-hmm. about once the book was done and once I started speaking, mm-hmm. I knew this is now the next goal. I mean, I just know it down in my gut that's what I'm, that's what I'm meant to do. And so um, and just becoming an international motivational speaker is just the next step to that. So it, it's just all coming to fruition and of something that I was scared to do. I was scared to write the book. I was scared to
1: have it published.
2: Really? I was really? Oh yeah. Mhm.
1: I was how like did you the overcome night of the day-
2: <laughs> What was that?
1: How did you overcome your fear? If you were scared to write the book, scared to publish the book, how did you overcome that? The
2: scare the publisher. <laughs> the publisher once, um, once we got hired on and started doing it, they were really the ones that took me by the hand and said, "We're going to get this done." And I drug my feet for a long time. It took me a good year and a half to um, get it all done before they finally got it published. Normally, some people were telling me it only took them like three months and six months. I'm thinking, what is wrong with me? Why is it taking so long? Where in reality, it actually took me about five years because from the time I started writing the journal entries to the time it was published, it was actually Mm -hmm. a total of five years. But working with the publisher was a year and a half, and the night that they published it, I was so embarrassed I wouldn't answer the phone.
1: (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. (laughs) <laughs>
2: but yeah, it was just like
1: self.
2: I, oh. I Facebooked oh. it. I put it out on Twitter. I'm like, okay, Lord, you're the you're in charge. This is what's going on, you know. So, and I just went with it. I I just went with it, and I thought, be it good, be it bad, wow. it's it's out there. So, and so far, it's all been good.
1: That that it's has been good, you know. Uh, uh, One of the things that I hear from a lot of people, not just women, but men, too, you know, that it's so easy to get sidetracked um, and to wander and to drift and not accomplish your, your, Mm -hmm. your purpose. And, you know, many people, they wake up one day and they say, oh, my God, I'm 50 and I haven't done it yet. And so how did you just stay stick to it and not get sidetracked and... Uh, did you start dating again, and, did, you know, relationships, did that enter into the picture at all? Mm-hmm. I had,
2: I'm just I had been dating, <laughs> and then I, I really decided to give myself that full year, that full mm-hmm. year to really, um, and actually it was a year and a half, but I really just, I, I, a relationship of mine had ended, and that's when I started the book, unfortunately, uh, uh, you know, <laughs> I just just timing-wise, and actually it was a blessing in disguise because if that relationship would have continued, the book might not have happened. So it actually was a blessing to the fact that then I could work on the book and I just sat down and I gave myself that time. I made a commitment to myself and I made a commitment to God that I was going to get the book done before I started dating again. So, and that's exactly what I did. And once the book was published, then I, you know, started dating again. So it really just kind of came full circle for me and it really has been a blessing.
1: You know, it's really interesting and I'm glad to, you know, kind of, you know, reinforcing some of my own thoughts being that I lost my husband six months ago and I really am not interested in dating or anything because I'm in a building mode myself. And I asked that question because relationships at sometimes um, can be distracting and maybe the wrong mm-hmm. kinds of relationships and that, can get in the way. And like you said, it was a blessing in disguise because you have a book that's encouraging so many people, helping so many women out there. And I was just curious about that because I've often found you just cannot have a relationship and try to build. I think it's difficult to try, at to, 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 best, to try to do that, particularly if it's not a good relationship. <laughs> oh, it is, wow.
2: exactly. So, that's but anyway. exactly right. And God knows when to remove people from our lives so we can... Um, move on to bigger and greater things in our life. And I truly believe that happened with that relationship. Um, You know, he removed that guy from my life so I can get this book done. And I, made, like I said, made a promise to myself and God that I would
1: do it. That is wonderful. And, you know, do you think, I guess I'm not going to use that word, because my question is, thinking your way to success. Um, And I, I ask you that question because it takes thinking your way to success and visualization, because I'm a strong believer in seeing it, you know, because even the word says it, you know, you see it to believe it. So did you Mm -hmm. see this book in your mind? Did you see it, (laughs) Joe? I I
2: did. I didn't see. The weird thing was I couldn't see the cover of it. Um, I couldn't, I knew what Mm -hmm. I wanted, but I didn't really know what I wanted. And I have a friend who's a makeup artist and she actually, she's done makeup for like the vice president and you know several celebrities mm-hmm. those type of things mm-hmm. anyway she's about four hours away and so she goes you're going to come up here and i work with a photographer we're going to do your makeup and we're going to take pictures i'm like oh my gosh okay so i went up there and i kind of told her what i wanted and it took us all afternoon but we got it and once the picture was done i said that's, oh wonderful. that's what i want
1: and so it just uh, all see, came to fruition <laughs> so it worked out it worked out well you know I really want to thank you for being on the show today and sharing with us so much And you know thanking you for being such an amazing guest and for being authentic and transparent and sharing your journey well I know many are going to take your advice today to never what I've picked out never stop studying never stop learning never start yearning and becoming all that the great creator meant you to be. And we all have been handed a destiny, Joe. Our job is merely to walk it out. So I want to wish you continued success on your journey and welcome to the Voice America Network as a new radio talk show host. So, thank listeners, you, thank you. I, leave I you know today. I'm
2: excited. And because of you, Dr. <laughs> Barbara Young, you know, you really. Well, we're me, excited so was... to
1: have you as a new co host. On Voice America Radio Talk Show. So, you'll be looking for Miss Joe Hausman, and I am so happy that I had an opportunity to have her on the show first. And I want to wish you continued success on your journey. So, listeners out there, I leave you with this be encouraged, be blessed, be humble grateful for every day and wake up each day and say this is my day and I am going to live it to the best and the fullest. So goodbye this is Dr. Barbara Young your Transformation for Success Coach and Radio Talk Show Host signing off until next Tuesday see you then